it's day two of the Wearable Technology Show. Um, I'm here with my co-presenter, James. Hi, Dan. Hi, James. And we're also joined by um, Mira Wyman, uh, Wyman um, and Sarah Galasco from Infitech Limited. Hello. Infitech Limited. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hi, James. I'm very sorry about that. That's okay. And it's also Women's Day, so it's good that we're two women here together. So hooray for women in technology. You're absolutely right. And it, it does seem that it's a, it's a bit of a thing. Certainly on the radio show, we do struggle to get... Um, and we know there's women in tech out there, but we you know, seem to struggle getting them on. So um, maybe you can sort of you know, um, represent the women for us today. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about um, Infotex uh, and a little bit about what you do? So Infitex is a textile pressure sensor company. We measure change of pressure and center of mass. Now that sounds very technical. All it is is it tells you um, where you're standing and how heavy, not how heavy in weight, but how much mass there is. So the implications are if somebody's fallen out of bed or got out of bed, if somebody's walking along, you can tell gait, which is how you're walking. So all of those have got lifestyle, life implications, but it also can act as an analog. So it's a switch that we can sew into the arm, um, into the sleeve of a jacket to switch on and off your device in any which way you want. And it can also go into the shoe to see how you're walking or go on top of the shoe for gamification. So lots of different things. That's fantastic. So what sort of, um, what's, have you, have you um, started applications in certain clothing already? Or? Well, you lead us straight into our Steve Jobs story. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so Steve Jobs saw this company in a former life in about 2004. He was a ski boarder and he saw the technology to show like this and wanted to know, could it be added to a jacket to make his iPod in those days work? Because he, you need rhythm for, um, for ski boarding, which is the same as gait, you know, how your balance is and everything, but also to switch without taking his gloves off. So he um, asked a ski jacket manufacturer to make 500 specimens, samples for him, which he sold in Aspen in one day, doubled the price of the jacket, wow. and everybody loved that jacket. So you may have thought that the company back home in England might have thought that was a good idea and they'd follow it along, but they didn't. They were very involved in putting the same pressure material into um, tablets. Touch screens. Touch screens. It was just Early the beginning. Of touch screens. Yes. So um, the company then went into trouble, got into financial trouble in about 2010, to, to, to 10, and um, by 2013 it had gone into liquidation. Now, I was uh, part of a little fund that was an early investor in that company and watched all the different trials and tribulations, could see the potential, am a skier, understood how useful it would be, although we don't like to talk on the telephone when you're skiing, but on the <laughs> ski lift, it can be a long, cold journey, so why not be entertained? Um, so uh, 
I had the opportunity, because I was an investor, to be able to follow what was happening in the liquidation process and buy back the textile side of the business. And here we are today, many, many iterations later, but I could not have done it without Sarah. Sarah has been mainstay and we've been able to cry and laugh and work well into the night many times and it's been wonderful having her here. <laughs> it's, it's great seeing a mother and daughter team here. I mean, how does that sort of dynamic work within the company? Um, it, luckily, our skills complement each other. Mira, who's my mother, is the great uh, front piece for the for the company. She's a great salesperson. Everybody loves interacting. I can say, not only finding women in tech, but the slightly... A slightly Older. more, a slightly used the word I didn't want to, <laughs> but also all, um, Mira is well known for colourful clothing, colourful accessories, and therefore stands out in a room of men in navy suits, which there are quite a lot of around here. Um, luckily, my skills. I used to be, uh, I came in from technology consultancy, so honed my project management skills and organisational skills, and those are therefore our skills complement each other within the company. So we're very used to being in a man's place, um, but we don't see really the feminism issue. We just see opportunities. And if you can't make the opportunity work, then really you've got no business being in it. So instead of moaning about feminist issues and things like that, let's get the hell on with it. We're just sad to see that these discussions keep on continuing. Having been Mira studied at Imperial College in the 70s, I did in the 90s, and the fact that we're still having to persuade girls into the subject, they're still not being engaged and not being excited by it, but we hope that, because you know, now we've got, we're here at the wearable tech show, so the, the t fabric, the textile aspect might encourage girls in that direction. We've met the wonderful women of wearables who are doing such a great job of bringing, bringing technology into more into a wider wider interest and wider aspect of publicity. So it's great to meet them and work with them. Yeah, so it's a great story and a great example you're setting um, um, to, to our younger women out there. Coming back to the actual products, um, is it quite an easy process to get, to get them sort of stitched in and, and implement the sensors and, and the switches into the products? The actual, the, the, once the actual stitching into the garment is quite straightforward. Um, one of the things is that the current connectors to the electronics is they're still quite solid. But luckily, we've met some great uh, contacts here at the show who might help us. Um, what, what you're trying to soften it all up, <laughs> although you know, although. It's not, it's, not, it's not just making it soft, it's like making it more pliable in a, in a kind of wearable... We're talking about wearable clothing as opposed to the wearable strap, so making it more comfortable to wear. Um, we're hopefully getting, hopefully heading in that direction. But Still work to be done. There's, an, there's another point to that, is um, budgets and finance and so on. And I'm coming in, I can see lots of issues arising. Um, we all in textiles have all heard about Google Jacquard and the Levi deal. Well, that's wonderful. They've got huge marketing budgets. I'm afraid that we're waiting to see their product. We've got product ready to go in the market without a marketing budget like that. So we're open for orders, ready to go. However, there is another more practical issue even than money, and that is the crossover between manufacturing clothing and electronics is quite a tricky issue. And 
the it because it is a tricky issue and it is really a super special product it comes with a super special price so you've got to be interested and pay for it that doesn't mean we're super expensive it means that we're super value that's really fascinating um, brilliant well um, how can people find out more about Infotex uh, we have <laughs> our website up and running we like tweeting we like Instagram we'd love more followers on Instagram <laughs> and, and, the, and the website is the website is www.nv-text.com. Don't dash forget the dash. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we've got a strap line that... Um, Pushing the future of textiles. That's us. <laughs> Pressure. Fantastic. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.